Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. faces a choice this is battleground america here's tara servatius today thursday august 24th is gulag day georgia and the left is so giddy they can barely stand it because today is the day donald trump is going to be booked fingerprinted and mugshotted That hasn't happened with his prior arrest, but it will this time in Georgia. The left needs that mugshot for its campaign ads, and the second it's taken and released, it'll be like a shot heard around the world. The biggest story on Earth. Nobody's ever seen a thing like this before. Not since our founding. You don't see things like this in first world countries. A United States president, a leader of the free world, booked like a common criminal, along with his entire group of advisors, his entourage. Forget for a moment that you're an American. Try as best you can to look at this, not through a partisan lens, which is how Americans pretty much think. Look at it instead from outside the country, as if you were a citizen from another country looking in, and you don't really have a stake in this game. Here's why you'd find this so shocking you'd stop to read it, especially if you come from a first world country. Because think about it. These things don't happen in first world countries. Europe, Canada, places like that might be trending socialist, but you don't see things like this here. You have to look to the last Venezuelan election to find opponents arrested. You've got to look to places like Russia, where the political opposition is jailed. To see this coming from a first world country and the first of first world countries is truly shocking, especially now that we've gotten to the point of prosecutorial ridiculousness. 91 charges, over 712 years in prison. It's clear that this isn't some trifling petty process crime Trump has committed here and they're regretfully prosecuting him because they don't have a choice. This is a political siege that you have to look to third world nations to find the equivalent of. Now stay in your mind frame as a resident of some other first world country that's not America and realize this. We've tracked it closely on the Battleground podcast three times in the last two weeks. American presidents would have made World headline news, the lead story on almost every publication. What were those three stories? The first, Joe Biden acting like a tin pot backwater African dictator somewhere, reacting from his beach lounge chair with a no comment 
when asked if he cares if American citizens, including children, died grisly deaths in Maui. All the reporter wanted was a simple comment. First world leaders don't respond that way. Don't gaff off mass death with a wave of a hand from a beach chair. That's what made it so shocking. That's why it was the headline story in so many publications. It was so two-bit, so third world. Then Joe Biden, a week later, would make world headlines again. We've documented this on the Battleground podcast. Everywhere from the UK Daily Mail to the Hindustan Times to the Times of Ireland. When he was finally embarrassed after three days of no comment on the deaths in Maui, into going there, not for a full day, just five hours, a pause in his vacation. And he callously compared the deaths to the time he almost lost his 67 Corvette. Again, world headlines, shocking. And of course, the third of those will be the Trump booking today at the hands of the same thug president who literally, because of his own thug-like behavior, made world headlines twice in two weeks. The world's fascination is simple to understand. They've simply never seen this from the first world, from first world countries. There's no equivalent of it in the world now or in the last decade or even in the one before that. Outside of small tin pot dictatorships, Western leaders simply don't act this way. At least they didn't until now. No other country's leaders act this way. And yet, When I started my radio show this morning at 6 a.m., I was gobsmacked that Tucker Carlson's interview with Donald Trump sat at 138 million views on Twitter, or X. That was at 6 a.m. It's 10.48 a.m. right now, and it's at 191.5 million views. 60 million views in a little more than four hours. And the GOP debate on Fox News? Carlson's old employer, ironically, got 23.9 million household views. That's going to probably come in around a viewership of 50 to 60 million tops. Here's the statement from Trump lawyer Rudy Giuliani, who was booked and mugshotted yesterday about why they're coming after him. If you need to know what this is all about, the FBI stole my iCloud account. And you know they went and stole it? The day that I began representing Donald Trump four years ago, Sir. You know, they gave it back the day after I represented Donald Trump. Mr. Mayor, you so for all for all that time, the federal government careful, was spying on Donald Trump and his lawyer. I am being indicted because I'm a lawyer, as is pro- Mr. Uh, Mayor, professor last and month, everyone Mr. else. Mayor, last yeah. month, yeah. What is Rudy Giuliani talking about? Longtime Battleground America listeners will remember as soon as Giuliani got Hunter Biden's laptop, a copy of it, and began representing Donald Trump, which all happened within a few weeks, they indicted him on some bogus charges about Ukraine, put out a bunch of press statements about him being a Russian-influenced spy or operative or some silly thing, and then went to court and got the ability to spy on him. As Miranda Devine of the New York Post would later report, they actually did that indictment of Rudy Giuliani in federal court so they could spy on her and everyone else he gave the laptop to. This, in turn, the New York Post Devine reported, was how the FBI was able to go to Twitter and to Facebook and to say 
that this article was coming out and it would be Russian disinformation. This is how they knew within two weeks of when it would be published. And they were able, we now know, to go to all these social media outlets and tell them it was Russian disinformation and to censor it. They indicted Giuliani because they needed the ability to spy on Trump's lawyer. It is outrageous. It's a coup. And as soon as, this is what he's talking about, as soon as they no longer needed that spying ability, they'd already used it. The laptop situation was over. They dropped all the charges in federal court against Giuliani. Devine was outraged that she too had been spied on before the FBI used their sway at Twitter to get the New York Post account frozen and Kaylee McEnany's and a lot of other people in that orbit. This is how America works now. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Now, have you heard much resistance from GOP leaders this week? Big name GOP senators? Nah. And because there's been virtually no pushback up to this point, what I predicted is beginning to happen. The Democrats will simply indict and imprison anybody who fires up or funds our movement. We now have the local D.C. district attorney investigating the number one funder for conservative political causes on the right. A complaint against him was originally filed in Texas, where he'd win because the jury pool is red. So guess what? They suddenly shifted to D.C., where the jury pool voted for Biden at a 93% rate. This is the pattern I keep pointing out, the one I keep warning you about. We can get a national divorce all we want. We can move, migrate to red areas, but they'll simply drag us into blue post-constitutional, post-American areas to try us in their kangaroo courts until there's no fundraisers left and the money stops flowing because everybody knows if you write a check, or you bundle one, you go to prison. Leonard Leo, by the way, is the co-chair of the Federalist Society, who's pumped billions of dollars over the years into conservative causes, nonprofits, think tanks, lobbyists, and, of course, candidates. But there's a particular reason they're going after him. He was the architect of Trump's Supreme Court, acted as an advisor to Donald Trump, was best known as Trump's court whisperer, he played a behind-the-scenes role in the nomination of all three of the former president's Supreme Court justices, Kavanaugh, Gorsuch, and Coney Barrett. Take him out, and you can gut conservative funding networks. It's going to hurt us going into the next election for two reasons. Number one, it'll take his money off the table temporarily, but it's a shot across the bow to other big donors and fundraisers. You can raise money, but we'll just drag you into D.C. You're not safe anywhere no matter what Red Haven or zip code you hide in. Now, the silver lining here is maybe Kev and Mitch or whoever runs those guys will begin to care. They only care about donations. But it shows you how unimpeded and their endless persecution of Trump, they've now moved on to other targets 
they intend to wipe the Republican Party out as completely as the Marxist wiped out the cadet party who accommodated them right up until the Russian Revolution. When they then outlawed the cadet party, killed a lot of them, and those who lived escaped to other countries. I told you many times before, the Democrats are following the playbook of the Russian Revolution because it's the only way that Marxists can take over a heavily armed country as Russia was headed into the communist revolution in that country. But notice the pattern here that has resumed. Where have we seen this before? With the Lois Lerner IRS Tea Party persecution, we know from the federal court case filed by the victims who were audited and terrorized. By the way, the court found for them and against the IRS, the IRS had to pay out damages. But we know that a third of the people who donated to the Tea Party were audited by the time it was discovered and the IRS was stopped. They weren't just, remember, personally audited. Their businesses were turned upside down. I know a guy from Florida, a law lawyer, who says it cost him $100,000 personally because he made that donation to the Tea Party. Another woman who spoke before a group here in Greenville talked about how she and her husband owned two separate businesses. They were personally audited and then their businesses were audited. That was during the Obama administration. And remember, that wasn't the only component. Judicial Watch had to sue the FBI and the Department of Justice because they had gone in and gotten a big tax file containing the names and the tax returns and personal information of all of those donors to the Tea Party. They intended to personally terrorize them. The problem, though, was it was illegal to remove that information from the IRS and to give it to the FBI and DOJ without a warrant that came from an indication of crime. Judicial Watch sued and they were forced to give it back. This campaign of Stalinist-style terror would have continued, but Trump won. And it was temporarily put on hold. But what you're seeing this week with Leonard Leo's network and the Trump team being simultaneously booked is just the continuation of it, of Gulag America. The only first world nation on earth whose politicians act like they run a third world regime. So to recap, we've got the governor of Arizona demanding her own state prosecute Trump. We've got legislation moving through the California legislature demanding the prosecution in that state of Governor Ron DeSantis. We've got the local DCDA investigating the number one funder of conservative political causes on the right. We've got the Westchester County DA investigating James O'Keefe and trying to put him in prison, formerly of Project Veritas. We've got the Fulton County DA indicting Trump and 18 conservatives, the Michigan attorney general targeting 16 alternate electors, and not a single Republican DA or attorney general has the stones to investigate or indict the criminals on the left. I mean, surely with over 400 crimes documented by a team of lawyers on the Marco Polo website, just on the Hunter Biden laptop, surely. There's a red DA in a red county somewhere who can put this guy in prison. But not a single Republican DA or attorney general anywhere in the country, not even a county prosecutor, has the stones to investigate or indict the criminals on the left. And that is why you are losing your country. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. Okay, I admit it. I love running into people I haven't seen for a while because I love their shock faces. I don't look anything like I used to. 
I'm down 29 pounds. When you lose that off a five foot two body, it changes your life and the way you look. And everybody asks me, how did you do it? And I tell them PhD weight loss. The number one objection I get is, oh, I don't have time to do that, but I'd love to. Well, the cool part is you can do it from home. They've perfected the home version of their program. You can even have your all-important weekly meeting with your coach at home. A lot of people do. And that means you can do the PhD weight loss plan from anywhere in the country. Or if you live in Greenville or Asheville or Charlotte, you could come in if you want. Or you could do it from home in those places too. Look, I knew I had to do something. The women in my family don't make it out of their 60s. This has been going on for a couple of generations. I felt for a while like I had a ticking time bomb. We get strokes. We get atherosclerosis. And carbs are worst nightmare. They're lethal to us. But I've never been able to get the weight fully off, stick to a program long enough to keep it off, but not PhD. I got it all off in six months and kept it off for seven, almost eight months now. And I actually feel like I'm going to live longer. If you've gotten some bad medical news and you're desperate to get this weight off, this is how you do it. Check them out. Go to myphdweightloss.com. That's myphdweightloss.com. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.